What's up, everybody? This is the DC XP podcast, where we're going to break down DC sports, national sports, pop culture, and everything in between. I'm Savannah. That's Joe. That's Mike. And guys, the Washington football team is one and two on the season, but they're still in first place. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 2020 for you. Um, I was going to say what was worse, the Haskins performance or the presidential debate. No, we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> but anyway... Uh, yeah, they're one and two. Uh, Haskins, uh, since this is Friday, by the way, we're recording this on Friday. You'll hear it mostly on Saturday. Uh, so it's going to be a quick preview of what that game was. Well, pre or a quick recap preview of the Ravens game. God bless them going there. But yeah, Haskins did not play well. Now there's reports that there's a cutoff and he's been told you better play well. Terry McLaurin might not play. Chase Young's out. <sighs> I just, I, it's, it's weird. It's weird. I can't even get excited. They're in first place and I can't even get excited. I'm talking about Kyle Allen already. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. I think Haskins is walking into a minefield this, this Sunday. It's, it's just not a good look for him. Um, this is like a huge week for him too. I mean, if they're putting that pressure on him, it's kind of like they're, they're setting him up to fail in a way, but for Dwayne, it's like, you got to, you got to execute here at least a little bit. You can't be going 19 for 35 for like 200 yards and three picks. Like it just can't happen. So I don't know. How do you guys feel it's, it's going to go on Sunday? Well, that's just it. Like what are the expectations? Cause you can't hold him to the same expectations. If that's how he played last week, what's he going to play against the Ravens? So if he threw three interceptions, is the goal just like, throw three or less again or throw five or less like where do you draw the line of like just don't play as bad as you did last week and that's considered good yeah yeah I think and here's the thing he they looked decent like he he drove him kind of down the field he had a touchdown pass and then it was just they were leading um correct me if I'm wrong in the fourth quarter and then he threw a pick they scored he threw another pick they scored the Browns really didn't have to work for their offense they got set up by their defense all game so, and it, you know, you know, of course I said like Chase Young then goes out, uh, Matt Ioannidis tore his bicep, which just sounds painful. And he's out for the season most likely. And now you're just like, what is going on? And then Terry McLaurin, who PFF ranks him, I think he has the most yards per catch average by anybody in the NFL. So the easy conclusion there is get him the ball more. Um, I think they need to get Antonio Gibson the ball more. McKissick showed what he was brought here to do, catch the ball in the backfield. But again, they're playing the Ravens, and Lamar Jackson is coming off a stinker of a game against the Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't expect him to play like that against the Washington football team. So, yeah, that's Kansas the other. It's like not only are we playing pretty bad right now, but they're pissed off. They're arguably top three team in the NFL. Like it's. I mean, if I you thought know. if you thought Kyler Murray was hard to stop, you have the reigning MVP who has rushed for over two thousand yards in his career in like two years. That's ridiculous. So it's, I don't predict them to win. I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a game where it seems closer than it is, but I feel like it's going to be like 17, 16 at one point, but it's going to feel like they're down 40. It's going to be, we just have no shot. So I don't really see them doing this. And, and, and it'll be interesting if, if Haskins plays bad with not a lot of support, do you bench him? Cause whatever. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna throw my entire life savings on the on the Ravens money line. It's gonna be like minus 500. I'll throw like 
everything I own, all my assets on it. I don't even care because I'm that confident. I mean, if they win, um, I don't know. What do you guys want me to do if they win? I'll do whatever. I'll, I'll run around the mall. I'll, I'll run on the Capitol uh, floor. Like, I'll, I'll do everything. What do you guys want me to do? I want you to shave your head on this I'll podcast. Shave my head. You have I'll shave to, my head. Okay. Okay. If they win, you shave your head on the podcast. I'll shave this on the podcast. Like, if they win. Shave, like, I almost want you to hire somebody to come to your house and you buzz it. And then with a nice blade, do it. What's the, what's the um, furthest it can go? Is it five or is it a one? Which way is it on the buzzer? You I think a one is the short. Yeah, we'll get a one or a zero. Um, yeah, it would be a zero and then you and then you smooth it out with a blade. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I'm trying well, to go all out with that. Settle. I'm so happy you agreed to that. <laughs> yeah. Immediately but, regret that. Yeah, I was, I was going to wait till predictions. Uh, I'm trying to see if we want to touch on anything else. I mean, yeah, I mean, Joe, you wrote a recap of the game. You can find that on DC, uh, dcxpblog.com. Uh, like I said, I mentioned Terry McLaurin's like really the one bright spot usually like he was last year. Uh, I was going to wait till the end to do the quick predictions, but what do we have for predictions, score predictions? Um, I'm going to say 40 to 40 to 14 Ravens. Oh, it's going to be bad. Um, I don't think it's going to be, I, it's going to be bad. I don't think they're going to score 40. I think it'll be 32 to, or six to 32. One touchdown missed the extra point. Yeah. I'm like, I always bank on like garbage time points. Still brutal, but yeah. I want to say, I want to say like 33 to 17, but like a late score by Washington. So it is, they, they'll never be in it. Uh, I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like. I know it's at FedEx but I'm not sure about the weather. Uh, oh, I have one more prop bet for us. Okay. Will we see RG RG3 in the game, yes or no? I'll say yes. Okay. He'll go in when it's... Hey, when it's... I, I, think, I think yes, only because it's like a thing, like he, you, he has that connection with Washington. So it's like, oh, if they're winning by so much, hey, we're going to put him in the game. Just kind of like a little, little dagger. Uh, I can see that happening for sure. And he'll throw a touchdown. Oh, I like it. It's going to be a Super Bowl. <laughs> it's, like, it's like in, uh, what's the movie Longest Yard, where Bruce, he's like, it's Brucey's time to shine. And then he yeah, he's he not that bad, though. Come on, man. Show him some respect. That's a uh, Heisman winner right there. Uh, uh, but anyways, I mean, good luck to him. I hope they do well, but it's just not looking too hot. Uh, uh, but yeah. here, here's the thing. Before we go into some national sports, because it was sports overload this week, like, it is – it's like COVID, it's like almost like a blessing this guy's like they gave us so much sports in one week and like I just don't know what to do with it so we'll get to that but before I do uh shout out Jason Thomas for the artwork that you see on our cover art you'll see it on Instagram and Twitter posted uh you can follow him at Jason Thomas artwork on Instagram and at Jason Thomas underscore art on Twitter so Jason Thomas shout out to you that was awesome I think we all can agree our illustrations were badass yeah sick. Heck yeah, the details in that are amazing. Check out the shirts we're all wearing. There's a rose behind my ear. He did a fabulous job. So yeah, shout out Jason. Uh, great job, man. Uh, and we have some other stuff he might possibly be doing for us in the future. So look out for that. And then, so yeah, like I said, national sports, sports over. So how'd you guys handle this week? I mean, there's, there's playoffs, finals. The Stanley Cup was one. Nobody cared, but <laughs> that happened. Uh, so yeah, how'd you, guys, how'd you guys watch this week? 
Well, I, I mean, this week uh, I watched a lot of the, I mean, obviously basketball um, to start off with like LeBron, he's obviously going to win his fourth ring. Uh, Cause it looks like the heat are pretty beat up and uh, it's, it's kind of unfortunate. I know Mike's pr- pretty much the biggest LeBron hater on earth. Just, a cake, so, just uh, another cakewalk uh, finals for him in, a, in, a, in an asterisk year. So whatever. Listen, he's top, top two player. I'm so mad about this. I'm so mad about this. But they, you can like they could compete, but I guess it's going to be. I mean, Dragic, Dragic, and Bam are out for the finals. There's zero shot they win. I get it's, it's going to be a sweep. Maybe one game they get. But congratulations, LeBron! You get another title that probably you shouldn't have. Whatever. Hater. He's a great. He's a great player. He's top three of all time. He'll never Hater. be Mike. He'll never be Michael Jordan. But that's that's here or there. See, this is the thing, though, if you really want to dig into this, like Mike probably needs oh, to do We don't need to do for, the background. For all the years that LeBron beat a beat up with Okay, I'll do the short up. version because we don't have time. We don't want to go 50 minutes like we did last time. Short version, they, LeBron's debut in the playoffs was against the Wizards in what, 05, 06 that season? So 05, 06 was his first time in the playoffs. I think he had a triple-double in his first game. They won in six. He got away with murder in those series. He, got, he traveled for a game winner. I'll never forgive him for that. Uh, he traveled again for another game winner. And yeah, three straight years, he beat the Wizards in the playoffs. And just, I don't, I, I despised him. He got away with so much and he complains about so much and it's whatever. You sound like a hater, man. It's going to be great, He's though. He's a great I player. Mean, he just cool. gets away like, with Now we get to amplify the GOAT argument. And no, no, man, no man 6'9", 260 should be complaining about getting fouled hard. You're that big and athletic. You're going to get fouled hard. Whatever. Like, I'm salty right now that you brought that up. <laughs> salty. Uh, but, yeah, no, let's move on, though. I mean, it's it, – it I'm going to sound so bad. I'm going to come off so bad there, but whatever. I don't care. It's going to okay. be really we'll have a we'll have a specific hopefully down the line we'll have a specific basketball podcast where I can just really unleash it but that'll be down the line that'll down hope, the line hope not um but no I mean I think the I mean it was cool for the heat but like I said you know um lightning uh lightning ran out you know it was a uh, lightning in a bottle and lightning ran out so too bad for them but congratulations to Lakers ahead of time should be a short series do we want to move on to the Nationals Oh yeah, I forgot the Nationals. Yeah, so before we go, if uh, Savannah can touch on like the National Sports Overload, but Savannah wrote a blog on one, you wrote a blog in the postseason, how it's dumb, which you can bring that up, and uh, the Nationals offseason and kind of possible farewells to people and what they're going to do. So I'll touch on the farewells we need to say on this podcast right now, and then we'll go into baseball postseason, which brings us back to a big overarching weekend and how I spent it. Okay, let me read you guys a list of names. Uh, Audible Sanchez, Kurt Suzuki, Adam Eaton, Michael A. Taylor, Azurel Cabrera, Sean Doolittle, Ryan Zimmerman, Josh Harrison, Emilio Beneficianato, Eric Thames, and Brock Holt. Hmm. Any of those names ring a bell? Of course. Yeah. They yeah, are like, a handful of them. <laughs> they're like these guys that made up the World Series team. They called them the old guys, the viejos that won the title for them, have been with the team, Ryan Zimmerman, since the beginning. And I have a sneaking suspicion most of these guys, if not all of these guys, will not be with the team next year. Sean Doolittle today actually broke his Twitter like silence and gave like a farewell to Nats fans and doesn't yep. know where he's going to be, but like that's a good guy. He won like the media good guy award two years in a row and said goodbye to 
to this city, this, this fan base, this team. And it's sad that these guys are great guys. They were fun guys to watch. And when you get rid of all of those names, the names that are left are still big names. Juan Soto, Trey Turner, Victor Robles, Carter Keboom, uh, Luis Garcia. I think Carter Keboom's overhyped, but that's just a, a side. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like Carter Keboom. But uh, I think he needs, a, right. he needs a little seasoning. What do we think about Michael A. Taylor? Just Okay, Michael A. Taylor, me and a couple of buddies have a Nats group chat. It's the joke. It's like, we should have traded him. Like, there was three straight years. You should have traded him. You should have traded him. You should have traded him. And they just never did. And he's like still this guy who has pop, but he strikes out a lot. Great defensive outfielder. But it's like, he's just like right there where you want to keep him on your team, but you can't trade him at this point because he's not really young anymore. So, yeah, it's like, I, I like him. I think he's made certain memories in that uniform, but he just, it's always been like, why didn't we trade him when we could have? So that's my opinion on him. I think he's a great dude too. He's a great uh, person first and foremost. So, um, but yeah, we have a lot like, you know, and she touched on those names, a lot of young pieces. Luis Garcia looks like a stud uh, and he's 20. He doesn't look 20. I don't know what it is about these, these guys coming from the Dominican. I was like, Juan Soto does not look 21. <laughs> Luis Garcia does not look and it's like, I'm not trying to conspiracy anything because they're on my team. So it's great. But it's like, it's like the I am 12 picture. It's like, I am 12. And it's like, no, you're not, you're not 12. But yeah, it's like, it, it was a great look at like these guys who might not be on the team next year. And you're just kind of like, you kind of have that uh, nostalgia moment of like, oh no, it's like kind of an end of an era. So and it sucks. None of these guys got to have their victory lap or their yeah. season. They got to do the cap wave with everyone. You just didn't get that. So it makes it even tougher to say goodbye, but you know it's time because there's no point in putting all your money in veterans when you do have a good young core that you're going to have to start paying. Yeah. And those and guys I, are, are getting up there, right? So I have a, I have a, I mean, they, I mean, the Nats are, are pretty good with this stuff. So I think whatever next season looks like, full fans or not, I think they'll have a proper celebration for those guys and then they'll be able to be on the field and, and and show their rings off and all that good stuff so um i think my favorite guy uh, as Drupal cabrera I, I love that guy because he doesn't look like an athlete i was watching a game this year when i was we, i was home with my dad and he just was like who's that guy like like gut hanging out like as like it's like and i was like yeah he, he hits like 300 and, and he's bomb yeah he, he he switch hits and he hits very clutch uh, hits and especially in the world series he had a couple so it's like those guys i'll always love them howie kendrick especially i mentioned him last podcast i'm probably getting his jersey so love him but so you touched on that you also touched on the mlb postseason which i can agree is kind of iffy but you called it dumb so you can definitely i called it dumb because and again maybe i'm just bitter that the nats didn't make it to october even when they expanded it and they still didn't make it yeah i might just be better I don't know but I it's just stupid I don't want to see two sub 500 teams play and win and don't give me the whole like oh the Astros won proving they're a better team no and I still hate the Astros and they're still cheaters and they're still losers and there's no reason they should have been in the postseason to begin with and we're rewarding bad behavior by putting them in yeah I saw Dusty was kind of like emotional uh, just because he's obviously kind of been through a lot the last couple years losing the job here and getting back in there. I, I, I'm actually rooting for Dusty a little bit. Nobody likes the Astros. Like, obviously I don't like the players, 
But I do have a soft spot for Dusty Baker. I will. Say. I I thought they got a postseason ban. I guess I read their punishment wrong. I thought they were banned. So when I saw they made it, I was like, wait a second. I thought they were banned. The other thing is, like you touched on, and I and somebody on the radio said this: if you had a good two week stretch, you made the playoffs. Like, and the Nats just could never put that together. And so the Marlins got off to a crazy hot start, and that kind of allowed them to not do well the rest of the season, but it's only 60 games. The Nats, or famously, 1931, that's 50 games. So I was, like, looking at the standings, like, well, there's no shot because we only have 60 games in the season. I was like, so just with every postseason, I would say, like, with the – or with every – how this is all set up with this short sprint of a thing, I was like – if my team won it, I'd be like, yeah, it's cool. But if like they didn't, I think JP Finley from NBC Sports Washington said this. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's like if the Caps or if the Caps or, or Nats win the whole thing, it's like great. But if they don't, it's like this season was dumb. So it's like it's like it's like that's the correct thing. It's like if your team doesn't do well, you're like, ah, it's a shortened season, nobody cares. But if they win, it still feels the same. So it's kind of a a kind of a, a sore loser mindset, but. 2020 in general sucks. So I, I don't. Yeah, we're allowed to have sore loser yeah. mindsets. This I think year. we're all, we all have our tempers built up here. But Juan Soto did win the batting title. So there is yes. good that came out of the season. And here's to many more as long as he's in that. Um, here's to many more batting titles for Mr. Soto. So if you didn't the see, absolute no. if you didn't see, so he's the youngest player ever to win the NL batting title, he batted 351. Um, and then on top of that, he has a 490 on base percentage, a 695 slugging, a 1.185 OPS. That's the highest of those three since Barry Bonds. Let me repeat myself. That was Barry Bonds in 2004, juiced up Barry Bonds. Now people say steroids. You don't need steroids to hit the ball. Like you need hand-eye coordination and patience at the plate. Barry Bonds was like elite at that. And Juan Soto, I think he should still win MVP. He's not going to, but he should. Based Dude, on those numbers. Can you imagine if Ron Soto is juicing? Like, we don't know if he is or isn't. He I probably, don't think – I really don't think he is. if he was, okay, those homers would still be flying. Like, they would still be in the air. Like, that guy – oh, my God. Sign me up for my 50 years fa- of that. My favorite uh, Juan Soto home run before we um, move on is against the Mets with the broadcaster for the Mets goes, he doesn't have that much pop. Literally, the next pitch, he hit one to, like, the triple deck. And I'm like, that, that, that guy doesn't seem smart now. Uh, it's like your one job to, to sound smart as the color commentator. But so, yeah, sports overload, MLB playoffs. We touched on the NBA finals. Savannah, I don't know if you have any thoughts on LeBron James, but you can share them if you want. Um, I don't really have a ton of thoughts on basketball. There's, I'm from Pittsburgh. We don't have a professional team here. The closest one is Cleveland, and I refuse to root for anything in Cleveland. So I just kind of avoided the NBA altogether. Well, so, like, the Wizards, I guess. I don't know. You could be a Wizards fan. You're a Wizards yeah. fan. Yeah. yeah. The bandwagon's pretty small right now, but, you know. Yeah. Nobody's jump on. Yeah, no, there's a lot of room. What is uh, buying while the stock is low? That's what I'm doing with the Wizards. Buy low. Absolutely. Buy even, you might have to low. sell low, too. It might just drop even lower. So just be careful, but. I would still buy in. Um, yeah, what like are we Joe, going into it's now? Like Joe, it's like Joe's stock advice to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, hey, Tesla's no big de- no, no big deal. I just lost a decent amount of money with his advice. I'm not going to get into it. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, not really. But Okay, so we're moving on to week three. In, or is it week three or week – sorry, week four in the NFL. And 
I guess other than the Ravens game, is there any games that are sticking out to us? Like uh, I know the Patriots are playing the Chiefs. That's probably Patriots Chiefs uh, for sure. I mean, it's not the same Patriots, but the Chiefs just look like another on another level. I mean, some of those some of those play calls by Andy Reid, the shovel pass to the fullback at the goal line, and then the pass to the the tackle, the big guy Eric Fisher, he got a touchdown. And you're just like, they're just playing with them. It's like, it's like just having so much fun out there. Patrick Mahomes, by the way, Patrick Mahomes, shout out to him and his uh, fiance pregnant. Uh, uh, so $500 million contract, getting married and having a kid all in the same year. Patrick Mahomes is winning. He's winning off the field. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't looked at actually the schedule. Yeah, I've definitely some games. The schedule. I just know I just saw the skins. Or sorry, the football team's game, and I just turned my head, shook my head, and I just turned off the app. But um, or the game that isn't happening this week, Titan Steelers. Right. That's some big news. I think it's very lucky that they could line up their bye weeks too. I think that really benefited them. I think the NFL really. I'm not going to say completely dodged a bullet, but they definitely were able to be like, hey, we can just push this back to week seven and let them kind of quarantine. But I know another one tested positive or another player on their team. So hopefully the spread wasn't that bad. Um, and hopefully it, it doesn't um, affect them too much. So that is wild. It definitely affected people's fantasy lineups. I can tell you that people defected mine. I, I haven't even checked, but I had to play Braxton Berrios last night and he, I don't think had a catch. So that was nice. Nice. I have Derek Henry on my team. And it's um, a pretty big one. Yeah, he's on my bench, and my team is 0-3, in case you were looking for an update. So I'm about to go 0-4 on the season. Yeah, no, that's hey. – I am – I am. well, I'm 1-2 in our, our family league. I'm with Joe, and then in my – I have a dynasty league. I'm 0-3 in, but we're building for the future. So yeah, with, with other, uh, other games, I'm just looking, Joe, right now. Uh, I think Buffalo Raiders can be good. Uh, not a lot of – I mean, Bears, Colts. I don't think the Bears are the biggest fraudulent three and team ever. Nick Foles' season is happening. That didn't take too long. Trubisky wasn't even playing bad that that bad that game, and he got like Matt Nagy couldn't wait to bench him. And that's my that's been my feeling all this year. Like once he plays a little bad, they're gonna pull the plug. So yeah, uh, you got um, Dallas, Cleveland. Yeah, this I think this slate of games is not too crazy. No, not too, not too crazy at all. A lot of easy winners in uh, any survivor leagues. You guys, if anybody's out there, it's, it's the week to pick some winners, but um, I guess just moving on to hockey real quick, super quick. The lightning won the Stanley cup. Um, nobody actually cares, but honestly, I'm a huge hockey fan and I barely watched the playoffs. I just never really knew when they were on. And I kept looking like, Oh, this team's advancing. Did not know that. And also it was too, it was too, this is the craziest thing. Two warm market teams, not really hockey markets, playing in a bubble in Toronto for the Stanley Cup Finals. I think that's hilarious. The Lightning won. Congratulations to them. But it uh, it felt weird. I didn't. They're I didn't... obviously sorry to cut you off. They're obviously like super amped. It's it's the NHL playoffs. Everybody knows like NHL playoffs is is different than other playoff series and other sports. The energy is so high, but. Without the fans, it's just kind of hard to get into it, you know? I will say early on when I was watching the Cap series, I kind of tricked myself into thinking the fans didn't matter, but I forgot how, like, much they make the game better. And I no fake noise. I don't think they really did fake noise, but no fake noise could replicate that. And 
So, yeah, and it kind of, I think for the NBA specifically, I think the no crowd noise really affects home court advantage. What should be home court advantage, you don't have anymore. Same with the NFL and stuff like that. So it's, it's been tricky, but uh, like you said, nobody really cared about the Lightning winning the Stanley Cup. I don't think it was the mo- it was the least known about Stanley Cup champion of all time, for Absolutely. sure. Caps Penguins next year, rooting, waiting for it. It's just gonna happen. It, it, we all know it's gonna happen. So you know the depression I had every time we'd win in the first round and be like, "Oh, who are we playing? Oh shoot!" <laughs> and then just like being like, "Oh, it's another Penguin series." And so the jo- the funny thing is that when we won, real quick, when we won against the Penguins to go to the Eastern Conference Finals, finally, I was watching the game. The goal happened. And I had to immediately sprint to a flag football game. We had like a work league kind of thing. So I couldn't even like celebrate that much. And they, they were just asking like, it's like, it's like, I just said, guys, just letting you guys know, I don't care if we lose by 50 tonight. I am so happy. So yeah. that happened. Um, before we go on to Savannah's expertise, which we're going to be touching on Dancing with the Stars, some music thing that I actually have, and then a bachelorette. Um, I have a game show I want to pick with Joe, and I kind of tease this with you guys. So, Joe, are you ready to play the ready. game? Is this a country singer or an NFL offensive lineman? Okay. I love, oh, I love this game. So <laughs> I had to look this up. This was actually this last minute. I, there's no, not to my knowledge, starting offensive lineman in this list because I think those are too easy. I think Joe would know those. And he knows A-list country singers, so I had to really, like, dig into the country Rolodex. All right. First one, country singer or offensive lineman. Corey Cunningham. Country singer. He is an offensive lineman for the New England Patriots. <laughs> I should have known. There's no country singer named Cunningham. Uh, I think there is actually. Or no, Currington, <laughs> Billy Currington. Uh, Jesse Davis. Oh, country singer. Offensive lineman for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> this is all, these are all trick questions. That's the point of the game. (laughs) Uh, Charles Kelly, offensive lineman or country singer? Country singer. Correct. I think he's, I I forget what group he's part of. He's part of uh, Lady Antebellum, I think. Lady A. Sorry, Lady A, I apologize. Uh, Gary Allen. Oh, Gary Allen's a country singer. Uh, I I knew he might've been a little too easy. Uh, Ethan Greenidge. Country singer. Offensive lineman, New Orleans Saints. I've guessed country singer every time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Aaron Watson. Oh, uh, that's that's an offensive lineman. That is a country singer. (laughs) I have one, what am I, one for six? You're you're worse than Dwayne Haskins right now. Uh, Dennis Kelly. Dennis Kelly is uh Dennis Kelly is um Dennis Kelly's a country singer. Offensive lineman, Tennessee Titans. <laughs> oh my god. Vince Gill. Country singer. Yeah, that's actually he's actually more famous. Jake Rogers. That Jake Rogers is a country singer. Offensive lineman, Denver Broncos. Jake Rogers, I give you this. That is the most country. You're picking guys off the. You guys are picking 
you picked names off practice squads. Like, there, there's no way. I went, I, on, I went on ESPN's website, and they give you every offensive line in the league. seventh-round draft picks that were Yeah, that, I didn't say it was going to be starters. Michael Ray. Country singer. Correct. I, I was kind of nervous about that because he, he's semi-decent. Uh, Glenn Templeton. Offensive lineman. Country singer. Specifically known for the song Ball Cap. Uh, <laughs> little deep dive there. Anyway, so you were what? Two for 11? Two, two for nine or two for 11. I know I got two. Four or five. It's six, only up from here. 11. Two for 11. So. Hey, I'll be honest. Country's okay. not my wheelhouse. I, I know the A-list. Like, that, uh, that was the point of the game. That's why I couldn't play. I didn't know if I could play with uh, Savannah because I feel like she would have got some of those. So, I only listen to country music, so I was all over that game. Okay, so we'll get you next week. We should we should do a, we, yeah we should definitely do something for Savannah next week, like NBA player or something. I don't know. NBA uh, player or trap artist. <laughs> <laughs> do you think no, they're about How about this? NBA player, NBA player, or like rappers' real names. Yes, I will let you guys do that, and I'm going to start studying right now. <laughs> yeah, okay, There's only up. like uh, what, 250 NBA players, so you've got you've got a week. I mean, you could just nail that. Make Easy. flashcards. I'm a quick learner. Yeah. Um, what's the website that people used to make their qu Quizlet? You could make a Quizlet, and just go from there. All right. So Savannah, that was good stuff. That was good stuff. Savannah, what you got for us in the uh, pop culture room? Okay, so I actually didn't put this. We have like a running Google Doc of everything going on that we want to talk about. One of you two put in, I'm guessing it's Joe, the Vernon Davis dance on Dancing with the Stars. That was actually me. Okay, funny story. My mom said, yeah, you guys should talk about Vernon Davis. And she's like, specifically, quote verbatim, I want to know Savannah's thoughts on that. Wow. What's your mom's name? <laughs> Joanne. Joanne. Joanne, I'm so glad that you asked. <laughs> So yeah, she 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 requested that one. So I she is a, she she listens. She she's like probably the only consistent she, listener we have. She um is she's wondering what your thoughts are if you have any on how Aaron Andrews is no longer the host. I have plenty of thoughts. Well, I'm glad your mom listens because my mom does not listen to this podcast, so she won't even know that I'm saying this. So, <laughs> oh Joanne, thanks for listening. Um, one, Aaron Andrews and Tom should still be the host. Tyra Banks is doing a horrible job she doesn't know what she's talking about she's tripping over her words and she's trying too hard but you know what i'll give her like i said for dwayne haskins i'll give her a season and once she gets through a full season then i'll make my judgments um vernon davis though is fabulous first of all his smile's contagious and he's always been that way and he's has a big smile and teeth and he was so cute when he was playing the candlestick this week in his dance and he scored at the top of the leaderboard so we love a guy that can do both things on the court and on the ballroom dance floor. Right. So, Are we all rooting for him to win? The, we're all rooting for him to win the whole thing, right? I would assume. I mean, he was a, he was a, I mean, I'm mad. Like we could have used him on the Washington football team. They don't have a tight end really still. So, uh, but yeah, you, you touched on it. He has like a, what do you call it? Like a thousand watt smile. What do they say? Like that kind of thing. That's what he has. Him and like Cam Newton have these like crazy contagious smiles and I think great athletes in which he is, he's a freak of nature. He's 35 and still can run a four five forty probably. But he, I think they're really great at observational, like physical learning. So they, they see it, 
like, okay, do this. Okay. A couple times of practice. And then they master it basically. So I think I watched his, I, I watched his Foxtrot, which it was the, uh, to, he's dressed up as the, um, it's like the, it was a beauty and the beast that they were doing. It was the candlestick. So, gotcha. So I, I watched that. And then his other one, I forget what it's called, but, uh, yeah, he looked, it's a cliche term. He looked like a natural. I, and, and I'm definitely rooting for him. I don't know what the other, who the other contestants are, but, um, I don't know if anybody of note, like maybe you can fill me in on that. Um, I'm trying to think people, I mean, Carol Baskin from Tiger King. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I actually saw her promoted. She was booted. Uh, that doesn't shock me. Shouldn't she be in jail? Like, didn't she, (laughs) didn't she kill someone? Like, are we just ignoring it or are we just gonna wait? I don't know what's going on. On one whole episode, she's like, everyone hates me after Tiger King, but that's not who I am. I'm like, I don't think you just get to cry that like I didn't kill my husband. You don't yeah. Really cry about that, like everyone well, believes you. Confession: I've never <laughs> seen Tiger King. I just had so many people talk about it. It felt like I saw the show. You gotta try getting. No that. one can describe the train wreck that is Tiger King unless you watch it with your own two eyes. Yeah, I might have to. How many is it? How long of a watch? Not too many episodes. There's like probably what ten. I think it's nine or 10, but really just watch the first three or four and you'll get, you'll get the gist of it. Yeah. I just kept seeing, I saw it from when I first saw promoted, I'm like, what in the world is this? And then like in the next week, everybody was talking about it. I'm like, oh, but then I just like never got to, never got to watch it. So um, yeah. So Vernon Davis, uh, we will be rooting for you. That is for sure. And, and, oh, and I don't know what can make of this, but he actually follows the DCXP on Instagram. Fun fact, I might have to DM him. To get him on the podcast. Get him on the podcast. I might have to do that. I might have to just shoot him a DM. I was really confused when he followed. I think I made like a graphic before like the 2018 season and like he, I tagged him in it. Next thing I know he followed. I'm like, oh, cool. But never really took advantage of that. So we might have to get him on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. And tell him we won't even ask him about football. I just want to talk to him about yeah. dancing. Yeah, it's a non-football podcast. It's a- Don't worry about your don't worry about your 14 year career, man. We're not. Gonna we don't care here. <laughs> don't care that you win a 4 3 at tight end, seriously. We don't care that you played for the Washington football team. We care about your dance moves and your two steps. So, Mike, do you want to dive into this MGK thing? It looks like that kind of sparked your interest. So. Okay, so this is funny to me. So, Savannah, I don't know if you do you know who MGK is? He's dating Megan Fox. Of course I know. Okay, first of all, you know his dating record in 20, like 2020 alone? Like it's like Summer Rae, that Insta- annoying Instagram model. I'm sorry. She's annoying. But he dated her for like a half second and then moved on to somebody else that's famous and then Megan Fox. I'm like, what the hell? What is going on here? Davidson of 20, Pete Davidson was 2019. Machine Gun Kelly's 2020. Yeah, yeah definitely. And you know what? You know, the funny thing is they're like best friends. Really? And, and, and Pete Davidson's movie... Machine Gun Kelly always has like a small role in it. He played like a tattoo artist in one. He played like his like stupid friend in another one. And I was just like, man, like that's well, first of all, random, random friend connection there. But yeah, so MGK. Um, so do you know about the Eminem thing that happened like two years ago? How he like dissed Eminem and then Eminem dissed him. It was a big thing. Anyway, if you talk to most people, they'll say Eminem won that like beef. And so I'm, I'm, I see somebody tweet MGK and then like a hashtag, which looked like an album title. And I was like, what is this? So I go to iTunes or, or, or Apple music and he has a, he has a punk rock album. 
like it's not rap it's straight up like a knockoff blink 182 and i'm listening to him like first of all it doesn't sound like half bad but secondly like is this like what he's doing now and then i remember actually it made sense because he started putting out songs more with like pop people and it was kind of like a punkier sound and he wasn't doing rapping that much because after he had his little thing with eminem he put out an album that was god awful it was horrible it was like unlistenable rap which most rap today is but it was horrible. And then it just slowly seemed like he went into this realm of like, I'm just going to be a punk rocker, essentially. And I immediately thought of a joke to put on Twitter of like, man, Eminem really like bodied him into another genre. But I was like, that's probably been tweeted. So I like certain Twitter searched those words and literally hundreds of tweets with the same joke. And I'm like, okay, everybody else is thinking the same thing I am. But MGK straight up switching genres is crazy to me. Like he just like he's he realized I'm gonna be made fun of of in rap for the rest with of like the like a band? Is he with like a band or is he running bass, singer, well, drums, th- all the same I, time? Like what is Oh he he's he's doing he's doing singing and he I think can play the guitar. I think like he is actually a musician. Like I think he can play guitar. So I think he's probably in a band or some of some sort. But yeah, his album is called uh like Letters of My Downfall or something. That sounds like an 04 punk rock album to me. I don't know. That sounds like blink. That sounds like Yellow Card or something. I don't know. Um, but uh, speaking of that, Yellow Card, I was listening to them last week. I was like, this is really good. Like, I, I miss they have They have two. I forget the other one, but uh, Ocean Avenue is a banger. Way Away. Banger, banger, banger. Way Away is silly. Um, they're all pretty good. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, hope it works out for him. I'm not a big MGK fan, so. Listen, I didn't, I didn't care for his, his newish rap. His old stuff was not bad, but then, you know, he got into it with Eminem, and uh, he lost. And I think he oh, realized, yeah. he realized he's going he's gonna gonna to be made fun of in rap as like, yo, you're the guy who got killed by Eminem, basically. And so he's like, I'll just switch genres and make good music on that side. So good for him. And it's called Tickets to My Downfall. You can find it on Apple Music. Um, I will not find that, but it's a very it's a very different title than his last album called Hotel Diablo. So, if you're interested, good luck to you, MGK. Um, oh, so many let's... happy years with uh, Megan or Megan Fox. Many happy years to them. Blessings. Megan no. Fox, when she left the Transformers franchise, it went down. It's crazy that that's true. Actually, I'm sure. Her, I'm her sure. And Shia true love, by the way, I'm sure yeah. it's true love. Machine Gun Kelly said this is the first time he's ever been in love. He didn't believe in love before he met her. Right. Okay. That is like. What about what those like other girls? Like the last fifteen, he that's didn't. What, that's what your publicist tells you to say. By the way, he has like a twelve-year-old daughter, and he's like thirty-one. Not saying not I'm judging, bad. but it's not that bad. I'm just saying it's crazy. He has a twelve-year-old daughter, and he's just has All has had three girlfriends in 2020. <laughs> All I'm hearing is that Megan Fox is going to be the greatest stepmother to that daughter that I've ever seen. Speaking of Megan Fox, before we move on, I forgot she's a new girl for like a half second. Yeah, she, she has like a main role. I'm like, this doesn't fit for some reason, but whatever. We'll roll with it. Yeah. No, she's, she's uh, very pretty. So uh, switching it back though to Savannah's expertise, Bachelorette contestants have been announced for, what's the girl's name? Claire Crawley. Claire Crawley. And yeah. we have a favorite already, at least you do. Oh, okay. So this has been every season of The Bachelor and Bachelorette is teased as the craziest season ever, the most dramatic season ever. This one might actually be the most dramatic season ever. So you start with Claire. She is an older 
Bachelor franchisee comes back, going to get her love story. Apparently, now this is just the rumor mill, she leaves with a contestant early on and a new Bachelorette comes in and takes over this crop of guys. So, I know, wild. <laughs> so, we're looking at the Bachelorette contestants for potentially two different Bachelorettes, but the guys are chef's kiss i think this season is going to be fabulous so before yeah. we were talking about this and got on uh to record i couldn't find a proper site now i'm on abc's website and i can clearly see all the contestants so 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 you're telling me that she didn't make it the whole season so the rumor is that she falls in love with one contestant and decides that they want to leave the show together and she's not going to continue on because they are so in love and she already knows Interesting. I'm sure it's true love. It always yeah, is. On I'm, I'm rooting for the guy um, named Mike who is in digital media, but he's 38, so it's kind of a stretch. Well, she's 40. Oh, so. okay. Never mind. And yes. okay, we're back in the game. Back in the game, but then the woman who's supposed to take over Tasha is 30, I believe. So is it? So it's not guaranteed that Tasha ever takes over. <sighs> Chris Harrison will never confirm it, but that's just what. He's so it's like she's kind of like she's waiting for the sure. call up yes uh you know I'm, what i think um let me tell you who i think is gonna win here okay well i want you to give out a first impression rose so give out who you think is gonna win that's your first impression rose and then also we can play the game of we already played this but if you had a guess who would i have dm'd on instagram already <laughs> Um, Joe, you can go first. Of who, who I'm giving my rose? Yeah, who's yeah. your first impression rose going to? Um, God, I'll tell you who I'm not giving it to. Um, and he's a good looking 39, by the way. He does not look 39. Oh, Zach J. He's a little older, but that guy can get my rose. Zach J, 37, cleaning service owner from St. George, Utah. He probably likes to hike. He probably knows how to survive on his own in the woods. He looks jacked. Looks like he might be like special forces on the side, uh, National Guard or something. I'm going with Zach J for my rose. And who I'm not giving my rose to, probably, probably Kenny, the boy band manager from Chicago, Illinois. He looks like somebody who's not going to win. So. I can't. Who, who you said Zach J? Yeah, he's the very last one listed. Keep I scrolling. I, oh, it didn't. It didn't uh, reload for me. Oh, so you said no to that, Joe? No, I said he's going to. He gets my rose. Oh, okay, and you said who you're not giving it to? It's who, Kenny. 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 Wait, if you give someone the rose, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm yes, sorry. You want them to no, I should have explained. Are you? Have you ever watched? No, it? yeah. If you get a, you get a rose, it's good. I want to make sure. Yeah. A rose is good. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, because I, I I just confused myself. Yeah. No. So definitely not not giving the rose to Kenny. I'm giving it to uh, Chris, I think. Or Zach. You know, some of these some of these jobs are kind of like not funny as, and I'm looking down on them. It's just like I've never heard of some of these before. First of all, Ivan, an aeronautical engineer, like shout out that sounds important mainly to keep planes in the sky uh dale is a pro football wide receiver or former i guess 
Uh, you guys, uh, these guys are pretty jacked. Yep. It's almost like it's almost like it's a requirement. Dale spent time with the Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Bears, the Carolina Panthers, the Los Angeles Kiss Arena football team, and then was eventually signed to the Bears active roster. I've driven by I've driven by my fair share of Kiss billboards back back early. I've seen those before for sure. Uh Yale Moss played football there. Wow, oh, man, who is I don't know who to give this to. I'm I, I'm kind of saying like man with the age. You have three seconds. Uh, I three, don't know. Two, one. I'm gonna go with Mike just because his name. Um, who I'm not giving it to. Um, Brandon. Okay. He What's just, Brandon? He's a real estate agent from Cleveland. <laughs> oh God, Cleveland sucks. Yeah, oh, I, I was going to give my rose to so, Brandon. So, sorry to uh, our future brother-in-law, who's from Cleveland. So I'm going to give. Um, I'm going to guess that you DM'd uh, Jason from Arlington, Virginia. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess Jason too. <laughs> wow, you guys are amazing guessers. And now I'm going to take this moment on the podcast. Last week I asked for followers. This week I ask for anyone in the DMV area that knows his name is. Him. I googled him, so this will really help people find him. Jason Foster. He's six three. He was three hundred pounds, but apparently he lost weight, which is like great for him. So if you see a man named Jason Foster in Arlington, Virginia, the DMV area, please give him my phone number. DM will, the podcast. I will find him. I will number. find him, and I, I'm live in Arlington, so I'm gonna make sure this is not like get a person him on the podcast. We will get him on this podcast one day. We're not trying to like bust this guy for a crime. We're trying to be matchmakers no, he's my here. Husband. Yeah. <laughs> he's, okay, let me read you his bio. Because <clears throat> I've read it a few times now, just to really confirm that I think we would really hit it off. And you guys have now known me for what? Two podcasts? So you know Two me Two podcasts well. in three weeks, yeah. Yeah, so you know me pretty well. <clears throat> Jason prides himself on being able to have fun anywhere he goes. Fun girl. Uh, he's a former NFL offensive lineman who suffered too many concussions. I once had a concussion, so I could sympathize with him. That's two checks. Yeah, there we go. So then he left the NFL. He lost 120 pounds and started a career in IT staffing and solutions. I didn't lose 120 pounds. I'd like to lose some weight. I bet he could help me. Three checks. I like to work out. He does too. Well, Jason admits he had his fun during his NFL days. He's now ready to settle down and get serious. Okay, same. Um, on the weekends, he likes to spend his days visiting the historical monuments around Arlington or kayaking on the Potomac River. Check out my Instagram. I posted a picture of me kayaking one time. <laughs> he wants a woman who can keep up with this big personality. I also have a big personality. He wants a woman with a great sense of humor, hilarious, and an amazing laugh. Ha 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 ha. Great laugh. Well, I mean, it's, it's obvious. You guys are definitely meant for each other. I just need to make sure that he understands there's no monuments in Arlington that he can visit. Maybe he's talking about DC, but um, I don't know, man. Is this guy is this guy fraudulent? What is he? Does he even live in Arlington? This man. Oh man. Guy, don't get don't get uh, twisted, but if you want, I can photo a picture with him. Let's save that for the wedding. Okay. Because then it might be like creepy at first. 
Not that me already DMing him on Instagram isn't creepy, but like shoot totally normal behavior. Oh, I'm sure there's. Um, I'm sure. Right. I'm sure he'll get in. I'm sure he'll he'll respond at some point. I mean, I think I think we I think we covered everything we wanted to. We're pressing up against it, as they say in radio. But uh, yeah. Any any last words? Uh, we all think the Washington football team's going to lose to the Ravens. Uh, I hope so. We I wish we could give a more in depth preview in future podcasts. We probably could, but. Uh, we had logistic problems this week, so we had one podcast. You'll hear it soon. Anyway, uh, we had what are your favorite Halloween movies? We're not going to do that because Savannah doesn't like Halloween. We'll wait we'll till do it next week. We have to do it next week. We'll wait till Halloween. Kind of like is actually almost here. Yeah, wait till it's actually the fall. I can see it on your face that you're so pissed we put that in there. Yeah. Um, and also, if anybody wants inside the doc, it said what are the best Halloween movies, and then in parentheses, who did this? I am being taunted. So we, we basically are communicating through a Google Doc. Anyway, so episode two in the books. Any last words? Um, guys, give me a follow. Anybody that can see this video, I have eight followers. Um, but the good news is, is that this candle is sin amazing. And it's getting me through the idea that I have literally eight followers. So um, give me a follow. I'm going to be more active. I know I need to be. So just that's that. Um, but other than that, I'm good to go. I'm ready. And real quick, usually we have a template that has our handles right here. So I'm at Mikey Siv on Twitter. Uh, Savannah, you're at Sab J S A V J A Y J A Y E. Correct. And Joe, you're at what's on the whiteboard nyc nya underscore joe c all right and main thing is at dc sports xp all right that is episode two thank you guys for listening